Now back to Fitness Fanatics on 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right. Welcome back into the Fitness Fanatics. We had a, a texter. You might know who this is. Nicole Essing texted in the show. She said, well, first, Lisa, she remembers her patient's name was Nick from this is over 10 years ago, 12 years ago. So she still remembers who her patient that she did her triathlon for. And she also said, don't lie, Jeff. You're totally thinking about doing another marathon right now. <laughs> you know, over the over the break, the three of us were talking about it. I I feel like we might have got Harrison on board too. Like <laughs> I'll do. It. I mean, if you guys really all go for it, then yeah, I, I'll be down. I, that's a, that's a bucket list thing that maybe, I've been. Maybe when Lisa schedules her full marathon in the state of Nebraska, mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. maybe we can we can drum up some. Some, some folks. Yeah, I got to get a half under me first, and then hopefully or ten miles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get get the double digits at least. So I've done five full marathons in my life. Um, I don't know. You ran in in Alaska. I've done two in Bellingham, Washington. Oh. Which is, I mean, you and you know, running in Wisconsin and running in Nebraska and running in Iowa, you're like, oh wow, there's a cow, there's a field. <laughs> There's nothing, right? There's a uh-huh. creek. It's so there's a silo, there's corn, there's, you know, uh, but when you run like in different States, like running in Washington for me, was like, oh my gosh, I'm at sea level. I can see the ocean. I can see the mountains. Like, I don't even really know that I'm running right now because I'm just looking there's so much to see. Yeah. And, and yeah. Nicole and I, when, when we go on vacations, when we, we love to just do to run while we're on vacation, not full marathons, but like we've been to, um, well, we've been to New York city. We've ran along the Hudson river, you know? So when you're running, looking at the statue of Liberty, looking at the freedom tower, you don't even know you're running Mm -hmm. 10 miles Mm -hmm. or in Niagara falls. We've ran, we've ran in Santa Monica, like stuff like that is just take your mind off of it. There's nothing to take your mind off running in Nebraska. I mean, it's just fields. That's it. So yes, I am thinking about doing another full but marathon. But I, I think to I think to know more about it, I want to know more about these twelve minute turtles. Yes, like I gotta I gotta know the gist of this. I gotta get the rundown. Yes, yes, because I would love to average, you know, tw- what? So a twelve minute mile pace for a full marathon is what time? Uh, you know, it's over five hours, probably okay. around five and a half hours or okay. something like that. As for the twelve minute turtles, the race that we choose, we always find a race that has a generous time limit. Okay. Because we believe in the power of the back of the pack. Right. I really think it's so inspiring when you see the runners that are in the back of the pack Mm -hmm. and you look at them like, what got in your head that you thought, I know, I think I'll run a marathon. And then not only do you get the idea, but you execute on that Mm -hmm. idea. And here you are showing up and showing everyone that you can do hard things. I think it's amazing. Right. Mm -hmm. And those are the people like it's almost like cheering for the underdog. Mm -hmm. Right. It's Mm -hmm. so much fun that we just decided we're going to do this. And then we keep showing up and putting one foot in front of the other. And before you know it, we're marathon runners like what you were saying, Brandy, before about um, and you were talking about going to the gym. But I feel like it applies here. It becomes who you are Mm -hmm. and what you do there are. When I call myself a runner, there are people that run half marathons and still are like, I'm not a runner, though, Mm -hmm. right? Like, they feel like they have to, um, that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about 12-Minute Turtles, because 
people feel like they have to qualify for being a runner, right? They have to be a certain speed to sure. be a runner or a certain distance to be a runner. And I fundamentally do not believe that. I believe that showing up and putting one foot in front of the other, um, that is what makes you a runner. And it doesn't matter how far you go or how fast you go. Mm -hmm. And going the distance together is so much fun. Like Jeff, you were talking about going to other states to run. And I love that. I love running on vacation. I love running marathons in different locations. And so part of what we do as the 12 minute turtles is because of a lesson that I learned when I ran my marathon in Wisconsin, I ran in Green Bay and you finish at Lambeau Field, which mm -hmm. was a really cool experience. The mistake I made was after the marathon, I went home. And I went back to work. The marathon was on Sunday. I was back to work on Monday. And it was horrible idea. That, it was the worst <laughs> marathon experience that I had. And it wasn't about the sights or the cool race, right? It was because I went home. So the 12 minute turtles have a saying turtles go home Tuesday. So the race is always I saw on the that. Yep, I saw we that on your stuff. Yeah, because Monday we Monday is like the day after the race. That's when we really celebrate by having a turtle adventure day. So we go and do something. When This summer, we ran a race in Missoula, mm -hmm. um, Montana. And for our turtle adventure day, we went horseback riding. And it was so amazing. Like you're in the mountains and it was just so scenic and beautiful. And we have these memories, right? from that experience. And it's those memories, like in addition to the race, it's everything tied to yes. it that makes all of the other races, like Jeff, when you were talking about like, oh, just a cornfield in Nebraska, right? <laughs> right. But when you have these experiences, you're like, I know why I'm doing it. It's because I'm going to have this amazing experience and feel so good about myself. I love that you say that. So I'm again, I'm just like picturing in my head, the one marathon we do or half marathon that we do. And we the race is on Saturday, we go home on Monday. And on mm -hmm. Sunday, we do exactly what you said, like we go visit Beale Street, um, and find a band, we go eat at Gus's chicken, which is the best chicken restaurant um, yeah. in Memphis. Um, we go, uh, you know, ride scooters by the river, um, and just celebrate and stay moving still because I think that's yeah. a big part after you're done um, and then we come home the next day and so I love that I love that you know we we did it like you said you you and your crew did it and then the next day by God we are going to we're gonna run this town because we just mm -hmm. did something monumental yes and I also believe that it's not even about finishing, right? It's the courage to show up mm -hmm. because you never know what's going to happen on race day. Finishes are not guaranteed, right? Just sure. like wins in a football game. It's not guaranteed. And so when we earn that medal because we finish, that is fantastic. But mm -hmm. we don't celebrate that. That's not guaranteed. And even if there ever is a race that I cannot finish, I mean, there are Olympic marathon runners that do not finish. Mm -hmm. Right. But the thing is that if we say to ourselves, no matter what happens, even if I do not finish because the, the stars don't align on that particular day, I'm going to keep showing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And then having this power of like, if I, if something goes wrong, then I'm going to have a comeback story. Right. A setback is a setup for a comeback. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. do you so like you said this year, you're doing one in Phoenix. So yes. do you have ladies from all over the country that like 
you guys you you train virtually and then you meet like for the first time at the marathon because that that sounds pretty cool yeah to me isn't like, it cool so right now we're a small group that's primarily out of Wisconsin okay but we don't run together so you're right this is a virtual running community so the more people that join us we will just be from all over the country as this group expands and the way the twelve minute turtles works is. Once a, once a week, we have a Zoom call. We call it our Turtle Mac call, M-A-C. stands for Motivation, Accountability, and Connection. And once a week, we just have a short 30-minute call where we talk about how our running is going, if any questions come up. There's a lot to learn about becoming a runner, about nutrition and rest and avoiding injury. So we talk about all of those things. And then we always have a fun, so we have a private Facebook group and we always have a hashtag of the week. So this hashtag, this week it happens to be hashtag turtle curiosity. And every time during the week that you get out and either walk or run at least one mile, so the bar is low, right? At least one mile, then you post in the group a selfie and then you tell us something that has to do with the hashtag of the week, which is turtle curiosity. So something that you have been curious about, like a specific moment that brought up curiosity for you. And it allows us to get to know one another mm-hmm. hmm. and it allows us to kind of um, just put a stamp down. Like I, I got out for my run, right? And get acknowledged from the group and cheered on. We all support each other. So it's so fun. And then on our turtle Mac calls, I do one of those little spinny wheels and Every time you have a post with the hashtag of the week, you get um, a spot or I don't know what you call it, but you get a little wedge on the wheel and then we give out a gift card. Yes. So either a gift card for like Starbucks I love or it. Fleet or something like that. I love it. So yeah. I, I have a question. Okay. So you said that you, you know, you pick a different place to go and you said earlier that your goal is to run a marathon in all 50 states. Um, what do you, how far ahead do you plan? Like, do you know where you want to go next and how many States have you gone to so far? Awesome. So I've been to 13 States so far. So 13 down 37 to go. And at the rate I'm going, I won't finish until I'm in my (laughs) nineties because I'm not, this is not a goal. That's like, how fast can I run? I'm not going to run a marathon every month until I'm done and have it done in three years. Right. That doesn't even sound fun to me. <laughs> I love that part of the fun is the anticipation of like having something to look forward to. So I only have one at a time planned ahead. Okay. I have a bucket list of races that I really want to run, but I only plan one at a time. So the next one is the Phoenix or the Rock and Roll Arizona in Phoenix in January. We have some turtles that are running the full marathon, some that are running the half marathon, and some that are doing the 10K. So, and the training plans that I create, we run on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Obviously, there's a lot of flexibility in that, but we're only running three days a week. So a lot of people, if you're not a runner, you're not a marathon runner, you don't realize that you're not running every single day for super long periods of time. Mm -hmm. So for a full marathon, we run four miles on Tuesday, four on Thursday. And right, you can change that to Monday, Wednesday, if it works better for your schedule, but we're only running four miles during the week. And then our long runs are on Saturday. And Brandy, this is for you. A lot of people think the half marathon 
and the full marathon, like it seems like a full marathon, you take the work of the half marathon and then double it. Yes, that's exactly my problem, Lisa. Yes. (laughs) Actually, here's some perspective for you. It's a difference of six runs. Yeah. You're because your Tuesday, Thursday are going, you're just running four miles, four miles. That does not change. Sure. Whether you're doing a, for a half, you can do three miles, but for a full marathon, you're just going four miles during the week. Sure. It is six long runs is the difference between a full marathon and a half marathon. So I have a question for you, Lisa. I was, cause I was, we were talking about this during the break too. Um, and I'm sure you've heard this from people who join uh, your running group and, whatnot. Um, so I was saying to these two during the break, I wish there was like a halfway between race, right? So like an 18 mile race or like a 20 mile race. Um, Mm -hmm. and I, I, like I said, I assume you've had other people say the same thing. So what would you tell somebody who mentally needs to get over that? Um, like you said, you were talking about, it's just a couple of extra runs. Um, Mm -hmm. what, what do you, you know, what would you say to someone like race day to help them get over that hurdle? Yeah, that is so great. So first of all, it's mindset, right? Right. It's not the physical getting it all getting over it. It's the mental hurdle of like, whoa, that seems like mm-hmm. that's like a limit that you've imposed on yourself. It's sure. not a physical limit. It's just like your mind can't comprehend going farther than that. Like that's crazy, right? But that number is different for different people. I had someone that was training this summer for her first half marathon. And her mental hurdle was four miles. Mm-hmm. She's like, she didn't know how could she possibly go from three to four, right? Like four miles just seemed like, how can I possibly do that? And my sister, who's one of the 12 minute turtles said, have your husband drive you four miles away <laughs> and drop you off. And that, you know what I mean? And then right. you have to come home, right? And so we got a good laugh out of that, but it really was like, it is sometimes just acknowledging that this is a story we're making up in our mind right. and we're putting a limit on ourselves where it's not necessary. Right. Well, I used to think that because for ferals, we do a mile run. Well, mm-hmm. you do a time mile. Well, we, we don't do it anymore in Lincoln, but when I started, we, we did that. Same. And I remember like, and Nicole would say the same thing as she was here. After we were done testing at week 10, we were both like, we are never going to run unless somebody is chasing us again. Mm -hmm. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, she just all, she was just doing some treadmill stuff. And then at one point she looked down and she had gone like three miles on the treadmill. It's like, wow. I like, she hadn't ran for years, but she was doing ferals for years, just working on her Mm -hmm. cardio and stuff. And so she, she started running long distance before I did. Cause in that mile, like my side would ache, my shoulders would hurt, my feet would hurt in that one mile. And she'd always say, Jeff, that goes away. And I'm like, no, it doesn't. Like, how am I going to run three miles when in the first 40 seconds I have a side ache, you know? Uh And then we did a fit challenge once where instead of doing a mile run, we had to do a two mile run. Uh So that fit challenge, when I was doing my testing, I was like, I had a side ache in the first half of the mile. And then all of a sudden it wasn't there. And I was like, wow, Nicole was right. And, oh, did you? I hope she's listening right now. Well, she always hears oh, that. Oh, I hope she hears that. But she was right. Now it took me to, to do it before I believed her, but you know, she was right on that. So like when, so when you think you can't do something, then like Brandy was saying, like, 
oh, I don't know, full marathon. But it's like you don't just roll out of bed and do a full marathon. If yes, you... and here's a really yes. here's a really important. I'm so glad you brought this up because <laughs> even if you're a marathon runner, the first three miles are always the worst. Mm-hmm. They are always the worst. And I'm going to give you an analogy that really um, can help explain this. But that's why people that sign up and run 5Ks, which are 3.1 miles, are like, I could never run further than three miles because they're only doing the hardest part. Right, sure. right. And it's like I, I compare it to pushing a really, really, really heavy cart. Like if you have, let's say you go to Costco and you bought all the heaviest things in the store, right? And the cart is just sitting there and you have to get it, you have to push it to check out. Think about that. You're holding onto the handles. You're like pushing your entire body trying to get it started, right? It's so hard to get it started because it's so heavy. Mm -hmm. But once you get it going, what happens? You can push it with one finger, (laughs) right? Right. Once it's going. And that's the way your body works. The hardest part of every run, no matter if you're a marathon runner or just starting, is the beginning. Right. Because your body needs to get adjusted to like your heart pumping faster, your blood moving faster, your brain starts to work faster. Like it's just like revving up. But once your body is revved up and everything is moving, it's like pushing a cart with one finger. You just keep going. All right. We are up for our last break. When we come back, we're going to finish up with Lisa, and she's going to get you all the cool details on how we can find out more about the 12-Minute Turtles. We're going to talk more about running a marathon, right? Over the break, the three of us? Yeah, we will. Okay. All right. 93.7 The Ticket, Fitness Fanatics.